Hi guys and welcome to Perspective. Today is day two of my week-long series, Sahara's Hot Takes. Today I'll be discussing the school-to-prison pipeline system. It's something that I've grown to witness a lot as a public school student and something that could have impacted me. I could have been a victim of had it not been for my mom and teachers and you know faculty who actually cared about me and about my education. Um, I will be linking statistics and resources in the description of this episode as I did with the last episode. And um, yeah, so I personally have seen with my own eyes so many examples of this happening and so many examples of just unfairness. Um, I've seen a white student get off or I guess not face consequences for the same exact action their black counterpart was suspended for. I've seen a white student being met with kindness and respect, even when they're in the wrong, and then a black student being screamed at and punished for a misunderstanding for like the action that they thought the black black student did, but it was really the white kid who they were giving the benefit of the doubt, and then it came out to be the opposite. And just other examples, countless, countless examples of racism and then the criminalizing criminalizing black students and stereotyping black students. Um, I just think that this breeds and births and aids and things like police brutality. It's the same thing and it started in the classroom in adolescence and then is mirrored in society. Criminalizing students because of the communities that they're raised in is classes. And if you can't teach black students or black and brown students or just students who are in marginalized communities without criminalizing us, you shouldn't be a teacher, you shouldn't be a dean, you shouldn't be a counselor, you shouldn't be an assistant principal or a principal or anything. Sending, I've seen kids being sent to ISS or suspensioned, suspensions without even acknowledging why they're there. And it's counterproductive and it furthers the grooming of students, grooming them into criminals. Criminals are sent to jail knowing why they're being sent to prison, but without the resources to improve. And it's the same thing as schools. We have police presence in schools, just like correctional officers in prisons. Why? Schools are not prisons. I hate seeing school safety officers in school. They do not promote safety, they promote fear. I've seen a school safety agent punch a student in the face. They're, met, they're meeting violence of violence. It's fighting fire with fire. It doesn't help. I just don't understand. And it's something that really angers me and something that I really want to advocate for the removal of. I don't see the benefit in school safety officers. Who does it, who does it make feel safe? I think that's the first question. I've seen teachers weaponize school safety agents against black and brown students so many times treat them like criminals until they actually believe that they are and then what then they have no motivation then they actually believe this and then they don't want to be anything else in life that's not fair it's not right i still reach out to kids i know who've been impacted by this trying to encourage them all the time to fight against it it worked for some didn't work for others I'm still going to keep trying until there are bigger systems to combat the system that's been oppressing them, oppressing us. It's something that angers me 
so much. I know I have peers with undiagnosed mental health issues that severely affect their learning. They have difficulty learning in the same styles as other students, but they aren't being catered to. And then students who have trouble focusing or other things are labeled as bad and lazy and are treating accordingly instead of recognizing that no human is identical to another, not even twins. Learning styles will differ. So stop treating us as idiots or as inferior because of it. I don't understand it. And I also don't understand fetishizing black students who are smart or brown students who are smart. We're not unicorns and we're not props into making other students want to be better students. That's not why we're here. We're here to get an education, not the other thing. I'm aware that some teachers might have um, positive outlooks on trying to, I guess, inspire other students to do better by using their peers as examples, but it doesn't, it does more harm than good. It doesn't make the student who's supposed to be empowering other students feel good, and it doesn't make other students feel good either. Empower the other students by not comparing them at all. Treating students as if they are smart, intellectual, little Einsteins, even despite whatever grades they may have, that makes them better students. And that's something that has been proven. I will link it in the description. That's things that actually help us. Putting us in the arts, giving us creative outlets, even if we're in communities that aren't the best, that is helpful. And when a black student is smart and intelligent, do not treat us as if we're rare. That's something that I've grown up experiencing so much, so much. Creating that is just something that annoys me beyond words. I grew up experiencing that all the time. And while in some instances I understand it's not in the intentions of being harmful, but it is. Not just to, to me, but to my peers. I've had peers feel less about themselves because of it. It doesn't help. I think that putting, like I said, putting us, giving us outlets that help us perform better, giving us counselors that are accessible to students, that those type of things help. Restorative justice helps. I've seen it help. I think those are the ways that we help our students. Getting officers out of our schools because our schools aren't jails, that helps. Equity among students, no matter their race, no matter their grades, no matter their test scores, that helps. Not criminalizing our students. It's something that I'm very passionate about because I've seen how I turned out versus how students who weren't catered to turned out, and that's not right, and that's not fair. A student having an issue in learning, and it's not even an issue, they just don't learn the same way. I don't, I have different forms of memorizing things, or I have different ways of learning. 
you don't criminalize me because I don't learn the same way. The same reason why you treat me better than another black student because they don't learn, they don't have grades like how I do. Yeah, there's a reason because I may learn a different way. I may study after school. I may do this that's different from that kid. Or I'm just, I just don't have a learning disability like dyslexia or other things that may enable a student to learn the same way I do. No student is created equally. Let's cater to that. Let's test and see if students are having issues and how we can help them. So many black kids go undiagnosed with ADHD, ADD, and other things. Having those resources will drastically help. As you can see, it's something that I'm very passionate about and I'm gonna be looking for ways in helping students beyond me just talking to kids that I know. Uh, and I encourage everyone to do the same. Reach out and see what you can do. I'm gonna put a lot of resources, like I said, in the description. I know this is a pretty short episode, but I got straight to the point. Um, that's really a lot of what I have to say. Um, I will be discussing this again with a guest and so you can hear another perspective. And again, I want to thank everyone for listening and for everyone's support. And I will see you guys tomorrow for the next episode of Sahara's Hot Takes. Thank you guys. Bye.